0: when I've been studying for uh, Sunday morning preparation when we're looking at at what Jesus coming and his ministry did for Israel that when, when John the Baptist is a forerunner and, uh, and what restoration Jesus brought to the, the people Israel that when I look at Hosea right here and all of this kind of basically a divorce, a divorce situation between God and Israel, and you look at how that's mirrored in the church and the restoration of the bride, uh, and, and what all that means, it's just, it's very interesting to me because, uh, I mean, I I prayed, and I thought we were supposed to go to Hosea, and and some of the some of the situation of the morality and a, and a lot of what was going on in the culture seems to be mirrored in our own culture, and that's one of the things that kind of drew me to it. But as we look at this, uh, and even tonight, we'll see we'll see some uh, parallels. So, chapter three. Chapter three is only five verses long. So let's go forward. Then the Lord said to me, go again, love a woman who is loved by a lover and is committing adultery, just like the love of the Lord for the children of Israel who look to other gods and love the raisin cakes of the pagans. Um, So he's at, I mean, he's already, he's already married this person. And they've already been unfaithful. And then he says, "Go." I I believe what he's saying is go again. Go back to her. Uh, Even with the situation still like it is. Just like the love of the Lord for the children of Israel. That that God kept on going back to Israel too. Uh, Even though in the last chapter, chapter two, we saw basically a courtroom scene where evidence is being brought against her, uh, the wife, for her adultery, and that uh, that Israel, just in case we didn't understand the metaphor, he's, he's saying, yeah, just like you, Israel, that loved the raisin cakes of the pagans, uh, apparently that was a, I mean, that's a part of some kind of pagan worship thing where they ate these cakes. and it, one of the other places that raising cakes is mentioned is in song of solomon which it's all about uh, well y'all know what it's about so so i bought her for my i bought her for myself for 15 shekels of silver and one and one half homers of barley and barley is the offering that you give if you committed adultery. Barley is the offering. It's the mm-hmm. grain offering that you give in, from the law of Moses, uh, from the Levitical law. Um, and, and 15 shekels of silver. Um, guess how much that was in Jesus' day? 30 pieces. 30 pieces of silver. Uh, that's also... Um, Oh, and he and he bought her for that. You shall stay with me many days. You shall not play the harlot, nor shall you have a man. So too will I be toward you. But he bought her for the price of a
1: slave. A
0: slave. Well, a pro a prostitute. Yeah. Also, what you? But yes, it was a slave auction. Yeah. Um, so she, she's she been given up by some, or maybe put in slavery for the, the immorality. For the children of Israel shall abide many days, uh, abide many days without king or prince, without sacrifice or sacred pillar, without ephod or teraphim. The children of Israel. Sometimes it's hard to tell when he's talking about Israel and Judah but for the most part if it says Israel is the northern tribes who is who uh, Hosea is prophesying to would all he, northern tribes would leave. he be
1: referring to a priest by that dress oh yeah
0: but they didn't have they were. it wasn't the ephod that the high priest wore uh, and even but even in the synagogues in Judah and in Israel back in in the earlier days of Israel, like after the conquest, uh, in the synagogues, all the different synagogues, all those priests wore ephods too. And they were they a representation of the breastplate and stuff like that. But it was much more simple than the one that the high priests wore. But they'll, they'll abide many days without king or prince, without sacrifice, or a sacred pillar without ephod or teraphim. So that's talking about Israel that there's going to be a time when they're not going to have that, and it's not far off. It's only a, like two or three more years before the Assyrians take over all of Israel, northern, the northern tribes, the ten tribes. But all of Israel is going to get to that place at some point too, in Jesus day. so't there's a kind of a prophetic thing um, from the line of Judah well I mean from David's right here the last verse afterward the children of Israel shall return and seek the Lord their God and David their king they shall fear the Lord and his goodness in the latter days the fact of the matter is um, in the latter days I don't know if it means like in Jesus day when the woman at the well is trying to seek after some form of that worship but the Samaritan the Samarians, Samaritans, they were still a weird kind of worship that wasn't related to the, the worship in the southern tribes in Jerusalem. They didn't ever go back down to worship at Jerusalem in the temple anymore, even though temple is still My daddy existed.
1: preached that and he said it was a shortcut. It's what? It's a shortcut. What? Going down, to, not when going Jesus down When Jesus went
0: through. Not going to Jerusalem. Right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they could have had, it wasn't a long trip for them, but they never did go, even in the days of the woman at the well. But God, and David, their king, are they ever gonna have, they can't seek after David, their king, who are they gonna seek after? Jesus, because he is that son of David that's gonna, he's gonna be the fulfillment of the prophecy and the promise, the Davidic, covenant that God made with him, that he would always have a king on the throne there, and that's Jesus, of course. Okay, chapter four, only five verses there, huh? So, this is all a poem, or a song, and I, I titled this a parenthetical title, just in case you missed the metaphor. Hear the word of the Lord, you children of Israel. He's not talking about Hosea the prostitute wife anymore. He's talking about Israel plain and simple. Hear the word of the Lord. For the Lord brings a charge against the inhabitants of the land. The charge is is mirrored with the charge that was brought against Hosea's wife in chapter 2. There is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land. I believe we're getting there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is for us today too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, to be aware of. I'm not, I'm not accusing any of you. <laughs> no, <you're not. laughs> but, but we need to be aware of this and what the consequences are. There is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying, killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break all restraint with bloodshed upon bloodshed. That's five of the Ten Commandments right there. Mm -hmm. Lying, killing, stealing, adultery, well, murder and killing are the same thing, so maybe it's only four. Mm -hmm. Um, Therefore, the land will Mm -hmm. mourn, And everyone who dwells there will waste away with the beasts of the field and the birds of the air, even the fish of the sea, will be taken away. So all this evil is causing even creation itself to suffer the consequences of that sin. Now let no man contend or rebuke another, for your people are like those who contend with the priests. This is rationalizing like making excuses for my sin. Well, it's not that bad. It's only this, or God made me this way, whatever, uh, or blaming somebody else for for what's going on, and, and contend with the priest. I think that's funny. But Making deals with them. Therefore, you shall stumble in the day, and will stru- destroy your mother. Who's their mother? Uh, Israel. Is that? Oh it's talking about the, the land of Israel, the motherland, which is an interesting idea. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Yeah. So here's what Jose is known for right here. That's right. <laughs> My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Knowledge yeah. doesn't fix everything, but a lack of knowledge can sure hurt things. <laughs> and the rejected knowledge hurts things even more. <laughs> What? The rejected knowledge hurts even more. Okay.
1: I think that that's the greatest thing right now in the church what? is lack of knowledge.
0: Say more about that.
1: Because well, when I come into the to knowing that I'm healed, hmm. that I I'm not getting healed, I am healed, and understanding the Word of God of our image in Him.
0: Oh. Uh, you- but the, the church has suffered for that for Yeah,
1: but for it's, lack centuries, it's lack of knowledge. Not knowing. That's yeah. You're right.
0: But it, our lack of knowledge goes so... I mean, it, it, at least growing up, I at least knew Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah. We have people in church that don't, that don't know no. the basics of the Bible. How can mm-hmm. they understand the deep things? Deep things um, yeah. Like... like Jesus talked about. When, can, yeah. How can you understand the? If, if you don't understand this, how are you going to understand the things of the kingdom? We yep. have to
1: go back to the basics all the time, uh-huh. and just like a football coach is going to go and go over those things over this and is over. A football. <laughs> yeah, right. this is a football, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah,
0: but. Yeah. But just knowledge doesn't help unless you oh, no. put it into no. practice, yeah. unless you mix it with your faith and all those kind of things. I mean, I, just, I've seen this, that we've tried to correct societal problems, and they said just, just educate, well, like sex education. Yeah. They said if we just educate people about this stuff, we won't have the problems anymore, and that's not true. No way. So, so knowledge won't always fix things, but lack of knowledge, especially certain knowledge, lack of knowledge will certainly keep them broke if if they're broke in the first place. For sure, you're in trouble if you reject it. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I also reject you from being priests for me. So he took away part of the purpose of Israel being a nation in the first place. And I mean, if you really think about it, what's the point of them being a nation? Why should, he, why should he maintain them and protect them as a nation when they've lost their whole purpose because their purpose was, and the whole world will be blessed yes. through you. Yes. And it's, and it's kind of like when we study Job, which is all pre-Abraham, pre pre-Moses, pre-everything. Um, when we just study Job, Job was a priest to his own family. He was a priest to the people around him. And that's what Israel, that's a picture of what Israel was supposed to be. And he's saying, you're fired. <laughs> oh my God. From being a priest for me, I reject you. You're fired. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget <clears throat> your children. The more they increase, the more they sin against me. I will change their glory into shame. I will change their glory into shame. <clears throat> I go back to Rahab in Jericho when she's she said man we've been worried about y'all for 40 years Yeah. Mm-hmm. they they didn't have shame then except they were dumb for walking around in the desert for 40 years They I mean I wonder what people thought of that what are they doing but anyway sorry that was a sidetrack that was a squirrel <laughs> I just chased <laughs> I will change their glory into shame. And that lasted except for this brief period up until 70 AD. So it's about what uh, 400 more years Jesus is going to come along. And then after that, their shame is going to be shame heaped upon shame because they're spread all over the world and they are reviled everywhere they go. Yes. So who was I talking to oh I was talking to Sarge at lunch <laughs> today um, why, are the, why, are the, why are the Jews hated so much everywhere they go because Sarge they're blessed from God and, and they were dispersed into the world but why are they hated you because said it good one good. word jealousy is what you said people are jealous of them everywhere they went people were jealous why because they were blessed so they they continue to have be blessed according to the promise but shame and i mean it it you know how horrible it's been um i'll change the going to shame they eat up the sin of my people they set their heart on their iniquity. They, lo- they love their sin. And it shall be like people, like priests. So I'll punish them for their ways and reward them for their deeds. And what does that mean, people like priests? Oh. <laughs> huh? Priests pass down. A seed is after its own kind. Well, well, if they were a priestly, if they were a people of priests yes. and that priest for the nations, then yeah. like those people, you priests have yeah. done the same thing. So you're fired. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will forget your children. The more they increase, the more they sin against me. Wait a minute. I've just hit the button and it didn't go. So I'll punish them for their ways and reward them for the deeds for they shall eat but not have enough. They shall commit harlotry but not increase. So they're gonna do what a harlot does but not get any increase. Um, they shall eat but not have enough. That may have referred to the priest eating the sin offering that they were taking it before they were supposed to. Of course, this isn't the Levitical priest but they were copying all that stuff because they've ceased obeying the Lord Harlotry, wine, and new wine enslave the heart. Um, that's that's happening right now. I mean, the, another big warning here in the um, United States of America is they shall commit harlotry, but not increase. They say because marriage is not happening because people are not being born. They said the next fifty years we are going to decline sharply. All really, all the nations of the world except Africa are having negative population growth. Yeah. Um, and that you may not think about that you know there's still plenty of people in the world, right? The problem is they're all older, and when that group becomes less productive just because of their age, yeah. there's not anybody to replace those people.:
1: I heard on I, the news there's some nation that if you have four kids right, you have no income tax forever. Wow. That is similar to
0: what South Korea is doing. Where is it? For is their, it? Yeah. Yeah, where our son lives. So yeah. They are paying married couples to have babies. Yeah. Because they have. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. Russia did. Public. Russia did that too twenty years ago. China is. their one 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 baby one but that policy is gone oh, because gone, they yeah. are trying to. They're yeah, they're in trouble too. The population negative yeah. population growth all over the world, and that some that in not too many within the next decade or two decades there'll be nobody to run the trains. There'll be nobody to drive the trucks. There, you can that, see how. But back, the adultery hasn't decreased though. <laughs> what? The adultery didn't decrease. <laughs> no, but no, all that stuff is still happening, but no increase. Yeah, right. Um, that's what not people not getting married to too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my people ask, for, ask counsel from their wooden idols and their staff informs them. Uh, okay. So this is the same thing that was going on. And it's the, the, the interesting thing is what's going on in the northern tribes in Israel, even though they had this weird... More, weird um, invented religion to keep people from going back to Jerusalem they they're basically doing exactly the same thing in, in Judah too with the idols and we'll, we'll, they'll talk more about the, down there in 13 the <clears> sacrifice on <throat> the mountain tops but they're wooden idols they're, they're, they don't pray to God anymore looking for answers they get counsel from their wooden idols and their staff informs them the staff—the word for staff right here—is diviner's rod. Um, oh, <laughs> gamble. Well.
1: <laughs> yeah. People still do that.
0: Well, yes, they do. My dad did it, and he could find water with the with the peach. A peach fork, and it would turn. It would turn down. he walk over. I mean, and, and they looked for water all over our place one time. Never found, went two thousand feet down and never hit any water. And where my dad said there, it says there's water right here. But anyway, the uh, that that is something that I believe God gifted some people with, but they were using it for things other than that. They were having healing for that kind of thing. They were trying to increase fertility. Did he have to be
1: a peach Julia?
0: Well, it, it was just some kind of oh, flexible okay. limb. That's what he used. Um, so, for the spirit of harlotry has caused them to stray and they have played the harlot against their God. They have offered sacrifices on the mountaintops. You find that in King Josiah's day. They offer sacrifices on the mountaintops, burning incense on the hills, under oaks, poplars, and terabits because their shade is good. Therefore your, Heroboth is a uh, almond tree. Uh, because their shade is good. Therefore your daughters commit harlotry and your brides commit adultery.
1: I will not punish your daughters when they commit harlotry. Say again? I was reading that. I will not punish your daughters.
0: Oh. Well, that's happening. There. Okay. So your daughters. Uh, Legalizing it. <laughs> therefore, because you do all those things, therefore, you, that your kids are doing this stuff. And even the, your brides, they commit adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they commit harlotry, nor your brides when they commit adultery. Why? For the men themselves go apart with harlots and offer sacrifices with the ritual harlot with a ritual harlot. So that was part of some of that strange worship stuff they did. Therefore, people who do not understand will be trampled. Um, This is unlike in all of Western civilization where there was a certain amount of that that was accepted if men were doing it. Even when I was going to college, boys were expected to do certain things, but not the girls. But but this is saying... uh, why, should I, why shouldn't the girls get punished? Any, certainly not any more than the men should get punished. But then he says, uh, people who have no understanding will be trampled for lack of knowledge. No understanding, lack of knowledge. Though you, you, though you Israel, play the harlot, let, let not Judah offend. Do not come up to Gilgal, Um. Gilgal was that place between. It was the place. Remember when they uh, when they defeated Jericho and they went a little ways, uh, a little ways west of that to Beth El and that was the center of all of their worship. Gilgal was the town next door. That was one of the where some of the early battles were. Right after the battle of Ai was the battle at Gilgal. So he says. Let Judah not offend. So he's speaking to Judah, even though this was a holy place up at Gilgal, don't you go up there, Judah, nor go up to Beth Aven. This is funny. Because Beth Aven is house of Beth is house. Like Bethlehem is the house of peace. Beth Aven means house of wickedness but there was no Beth-Avon. That was the name that, that's the name that Hosea gives to Beth-El, the house of God, because it's become the house of wickedness. So he says, Judah, don't go up to Beth-Avon, even though it was a holy place, especially in David's day. That's where the, uh, that's where the tabernacle resided for a period of time. Uh, Beth." Don't go up to Beth-Avon, nor swear no, saying, as the Lord lives. For Israel is stubborn like a stubborn calf. Funny, um, at beth was they worshiped calves. So uh, they they had a golden calf up there that they worshiped. uh, Like a stubborn calf. Now the Lord will let them forage like a lamb in open country. No shepherd. So, what happens to a lamb with no shepherd in open country? They get eaten up. Lions and bears.
1: What are lions bears?
0: Like a lamb in open country, uh, Ephraim is joined to idols. Let them alone. I, I think that's still a word for Judah. So, even though they were your brethren in the past, leave them alone. Even if you have relatives up there, don't go up there. Ephraim was the biggest part. Remember when we studied the conquest in Exodus and, and, well, in Joshua, when they split everything up and Ephraim was that big, it went all the way from uh, the river uh, Jordan all the way to the Mediterranean. It was a huge area. Ephraim and Manasseh got the lion's share of of all that stuff. Um, So essentially... Joseph's children and Benjamin had the whole middle of the country, right? So Ephraim is Samaria, Ephraim is Israel, another name for them. Their drink is rebellion. They commit harlotry continually. Her rulers dearly love dishonor. The wind has wrapped her up in its wings and they shall be ashamed of their sacrifices.
1: They had changed the Judea and Samaria to the West Bank. Say again? They had changed it to the West Bank when they referred to Judea and Samaria, but now they refer to Judea and Samaria, which is truth.
0: Hmm. Which is truth.
1: Well, that's the true land. It's not just the West
0: Bank. Right. Of course, a lot of... A lot of some what would have been Samaria is Damascus now. And then the Jordan is across the other side of, of, of Jordan from there. But the West Bank is I mean it's the West Bank of the Jordan used to be part of Israel. And the West Bank of the Jordan just goes it I don't if you look at a map, it points like this right up into Jerusalem. So so that the Muslims have control over yeah. Jerusalem and what, what? Plain and simple was Israel in the biblical. That, I mean, you can look at any Bible and it's there. Um, chapter five. Hear this, O priests. And by priests, I use air quotes for priests there because they're not—they're not real priests. They're the priests of that Jeroboam religion. Hear this, O priests. Take heed, O house of Israel, all the people. So he's talking to the priests and he's talking to the people. Give ear, O house of the king. Three people, the priests, the people in general, and the king himself. For yours is the judgment, because you've been a snare to Mizpah and a net to Tabor. And those were the worship places that they had set up, the special worship places that Jeroboam had set up. The revolters are deeply involved in slaughter, though I rebuke them all. I know Ephraim and Israel is not hidden from me. That's the same thing. Really that, remember we've talked about Hebrew parallelism where they say the same thing twice. So when he says, I know Ephraim and Israel is not hidden from me, those are basically the exact same statements right there. For now, O Ephraim, you commit harlotry. Israel is defiled. There again, a parallel statement. They do not direct their deeds toward turning to their God. They do not direct their deeds toward turning to their God. If I'm going this way, and that's not where God is, turning around is where, uh, that's a picture of repentance right there. They don't repent, they're not sorry. They don't change anything about what they do. Uh, The pride of Israel testifies to his face. The pride of Israel testifies. They're too proud to turn. Therefore, Israel and Ephraim, same thing, stumble in their iniquity. Judah also stumbles with them. With their flocks and herds, they shall go to seek the Lord, but they will not find him. When they go to offer these sacrifices, which is what you go with your flocks and your herds, but they will not find God. For, so there's really no point in them even pretending anymore. They can, because I, I go to church on Sunday and then the rest of the week, I i mean, that's what they were doing. They would go to these old Jewish feast days. They still had those, or they had something like them. And they would go and offer the sacrifices the same way they would have done if they'd gone to Jerusalem. But he said, but they will not find God anymore, even though they go through the motions. Nothing's gonna happen. It doesn't, it doesn't accomplish anything. Be, they do not find him. Because he has withdrawn himself from them. They dealt treacherously with their Lord for they have begotten pagan children. Now a new moon shall devour them and their heritage. Pagan children, the word there is strange. They've, They've got strange children. They're just strangers. They're like kids from wherever. They could be like kids from the moon and they have no r- relation to the Hebrew people that, God, that were God's people. They've begun pagans these strange children. Below the ram's horn in Gibeah, the trumpet in Ramah, cry aloud at Beth Abed. He said, A new moon will devour them and their heritage. So, uh, the new moon, that's in a month's time. But he said, Blow the horn, blow the ram's horn in Gibeah and the trumpet in Ramah. That's on the border, that's down south of the Israel, the northern tribes. That was south, that was right on the border. And sometimes they would go across the border and they'd have get togethers and stuff. But he's saying, stay away, from, stay away from them. Blow the ram's horn with the trumpet. Cry aloud at Beth avon that's the house of wickedness again. Look behind you, O Benjamin, that's the southern part of Israel, right along the same line, the line with Judah. And he's telling them to be careful, because Ephraim shall be a desolate. Ephraim shall be desolate in the day of rebuke among the tribes of Israel. I make known what is sure. The princes of Judah are like those who remove a landmark. Huh. What does that mean? The princes of Judah are like those who remove a landmark. What's a landmark? Like if you have the property. Exactly. Move the fence line and steal what you have. And say, this is the fence line. Exactly. And they'll profit by it. Exactly. My dad was a survey. He was an engineer, and a lot of the work that they did at his firm was surveying. I was involved in that.
1: <clears throat> um,
0: I worked for, uh, throughout almost 40 years at different times more and sometimes less, but... Um, I remember running across the proverb that says, thou shalt not move an ancient boundary stone set up by your forefathers. I mean, it's right there in the Bible, and that's the surveyor's verse. Because you go out you survey a place, and you come back and the neighbor would have moved the moved the pin in the ground that you've taken hours and hours to set up and moved it over to, and he basically steals the land back. But this is not just the land. This is the the spiritual heritage. Yeah. when he's talking about all these towns he's, and he's saying it's down on the border, it said, but you've basically stolen the spiritual uh, the spiritual boundaries. and that's really what you've stolen the spiritual boundaries. I believe that we've got that going on right now with the re, reordering what words are. Mm-hmm. Re- yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Redefining yeah. the marriage, the marriage. Yeah. where they're, you're moving the spiritual boundaries, you're changing the line, you're, yeah. stealing, you're stealing what's God's because God invented marriage so that two become one, yeah. and
1: uh,
0: only a man and woman can become one in that way. Sorry. I don't mean to be political, That's this is spiritual. Right. That's all we right. We believe it too. <laughs> go. Don't forget, if you're going to be this far out on the limb, OK. don't forget the murder rate in America <laughs> has
1: almost tripled. A triple. I mean, if it used to be abortion, now,
0: there's people in parking lots. And now there's people in children in schools. Yeah, and I understand what you're saying is that's a slippery slope. Yeah. When, when you're killing babies, they're this and then you're doing that. Yeah. And it's that that's lack of respect for life in general. Yeah. And then you kill old people. And then you start yeah. killing everybody in between and there's just no respect for life at all. Exactly. You're taking over, you're taking, you're changing spiritual boundaries. Um, and some of it's just flat ignoring it, which is what he's accusing Israel of. He said, you don't, you've you got, you're having babies that don't know nothing about your heritage, about a love for life. about And what, so what, is it a surprise that they're killing each other? If they don't know who they are and where they come from? Um, The princes of Judah are like those who remove a landmark. I will pour out my wrath on them like water. Ephraim is oppressed and broken in judgment because he willingly walked by human precept. Woo! That means I invent something and I say this is is the way it's going to be. I invent some new way of thinking about it. Walked by human precept. Therefore, I will be to Ephraim like a moth And the house of Judah, like rottenness, moth destroys, rottenness takes over, all of it, um, both of them ruin uh, and eat up stuff. Therefore, uh, when Ephraim saw his sickness and Judah saw his wound, then Ephraim went to Assyria And sent King Jerob, yet he cannot he can't cure you, nor heal you of your wound. So go into these other princes, go into these making treaties with foreign nations won't do any good. I think that's interesting how Israel doesn't really do any of that anymore, unless they're pressured by the United States. For I will be like a lion to Ephraim and like a young lion to the house of Judah. I don't don't know if being a lion, the difference between a lion and a young lion is how much they can destroy, but um, he's only gonna be like a young lion to the house of Judah. I, even I will tear them and go away. I will take them away and no one shall rescue them. I will return again to my place till they acknowledge their offense. Then they will seek my face. In their affliction, they will earnestly seek me. Till they acknowledge their offense. Confession and repentance is what he's talking about. Until they return to my place and acknowledge their offense. That's confession and repentance. And then the first verse of chapter six is, come and let us return to Yahweh for he has torn, but he will heal. Mm -hmm. That's a good word for us. Let us return to Yahweh For he is torn, but he will also heal. Amen. Praise God! I'm healed. That's a good word for us. Grace
1: of God will heal.
0: And and the whole picture of Hosea, even though a lot of it is kind of bleak, the whole picture is. But even in the midst of all that, God still loved him, and God was bringing this. He was bringing these prophets to say. All y'all got to do is turn around, just stop, come back to me, and I will, uh, and I'll heal you. Praise God. Praise God. That's a good word for us as a people, any people, anywhere. Yeah, it's a good word. But I guarantee, no sociology or psychology or, or. Any other ology is going to do any good.
1: Grammology,
0: whatever, any <laughs> ology, even theology. Yeah,
1: Theology—that's the worst problem. That's some
0: of the worst ones. I'll tell you what—I've been there. All right, let me pray for us. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we we confess. <clears throat> That we aren't perfect. And we confess that uh, maybe we aren't the best priests all the time. But Father, just reignite in us a passion for your word and for and for goodness and for the heritage that we come up with. Because as long as we ignore that, we'll continue having these strange babies. These these will continue to give birth to to young people who are strangers to their own heritage, who are foreigners in in, in the land in the spiritual land that you are in control of. May we submit ourselves to the truth <coughs> that that <coughs> is you. Submit ourselves to the word itself or just as we seek you and seek your revelation of who you are and try to invent a God for ourselves, as we do that, um, help us to become just more like Jesus, who was the perfect example, the model for what all that means. Because when we do that, then we, and Then we start living in the kingdom, the kingdom of God. And it affects our whole society and our whole culture. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.